Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome everyone to the Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. We're going to start off today's podcast with actually some questions from the listeners. Oh, so how many, how many emails did we have this week? We had the massive sum of 10 emails. 10? 10, that's right. And I'm choosing the best three. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll go with that, eh? Okay, so first up question from Hayden Gearing from Christchurch. Why did Richie Marunga come off the field and leave the Crusaders with just 14 players on the weekend? So we had a little conversation before we actually started this. Um, I wouldn't have a clue. You've got some idea though, don't you? I know exactly why he came off. So basically what happened was there was a head knock. So Richie Marunga had come off, he'd been subbed. Uh, there's eight subs that you can use from on, on, a, on, a, on a fixture and he's subbed. And in his replace, Mitch Hunt's come on. But very, very soon after Mitch Hunt's come on, he's got a head knock and he's gone off for a HIA check. Yeah. So, you know, okay. head, head concussion test, basically. And what's ended up happening is he's actually passed that test. But because he's passed the test, Richie Mwanga's now got to be taken off uh, because it's not a HIA. He's not got a concussion and therefore he's just injured. So then he's got to come off the pitch and can't be replaced. Hence leaving the Crusaders with 14 men for the rest of the match. So how long were they with 14 men for then? I reckon it was about a good 10 minutes. Maybe five. So it, it didn't actually... Um, a good didn't... 10 minutes and then you've changed it to five. I've divided Come it by on. two. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I can't remember. It wasn't that long and it didn't seem to affect the, the, the match. But I suppose if you're the opposition, you're not going to be that pleased that this guy's been on when he didn't need to be. But... Uh, Aware there was being no punishment put in place for the Crusaders. All right, second question from John Stewart of Gisborne. Gizzy, <laughs> yes. Gisborne, but he must have, must have got the parents to fill him in, eh? <laughs> what are you trying to say about people from Gisborne, mate? <laughs> Feral. <laughs> <laughs> so he's saying, why are there so many? So why are we, i.e., New Zealand, okay, so bad at? And I think he's talking about kicking at. Goal. Well, the thing is, is that last year, Richie Mwanga, he was pretty ace, wasn't he? What's happened? What has happened to his kicking? Well, I think going back to his question, we just, we, we always look for a fly-off fallback that can, you know... That can it, actually play, <laughs> that can actually play that the can game. Actually play. Um, yeah, we, we look for someone that can actually play well with the ball in hand, yeah. who can tackle, and then we go, all right, well, one of them will be good enough kicker. And I think we've got away with it for, you know, Dan Carter, you know, Carlos Spencer, Andrew Mertens. 
They've all been good players in their own right. Andrew Mertens yeah. couldn't tackle, but he might tell us differently. He might agree with us. But I suppose we've got away with it. And I think this year has been the first year that I can remember where we just have not had any good kickers in our, in our fly-off stock because we don't put a big enough value on kicking. No. So we've got, you know, what is it? The guy but from... But we back ourselves to score tries. We back ourselves to score tries, but I think and, we need And then to, we don't have to rely on kicking, don't I we? think when you get to a World Cup, you need a good kicker. And we've always had a good kicker in World Cups, but but this time around, it may be our massive Achilles heel. Yeah, because well. you've got a guy for playing for the Sun Wolves. Yeah, uh, Parker hasn't missed a kick this year. Hasn't missed a kick all year, but you know he plays for Otago NPC, so yeah. he, he is actually he is eligible Kiwi. to yeah. play for the All Blacks. But what's his gameplay like? Although I tell you, what, we're going to get to that. <laughs> we're going to get to that. Though, we are going to get to that, mate. But it is limited, <laughs> and that's the difference. Yeah, if you're playing in the Northern Hemisphere, you'll pick your kicker and hope he can play. Yeah, whereas we pick our laughs. Uh, purely on the basis of and are hope they, they a good can bloody kick and hope they can <laughs> kick, and we've got away with it for quite a while. But I think this yeah. time, and you know my thoughts on this, we may struggle for the first time. Yeah, well, I bloody hope not. Bloody yeah. hope not. Last question. So this okay, is a, this go. is another good one. This is from Tom. From bloody grey mouth. It is actually. <laughs> it is. Uh. It's Tom Alexander from Grey Mouth. Yeah. Uh, good old Tom. I don't know at all. TMO. How can we improve the TMO? Well, what's wrong with the TMO? I think um, good old Tom was alluding to the fact that the game has stopped. You go to a game and you're not actually watching it on TV, which by the looks of the crowds, not many people are going to the game. But if you're going to that game, potentially the, the, you know, the TMO decisions awful because the game has stopped. You're waiting around for the TMO to make a decision. Yeah, but don't they, they, don't they show it on the big screens? I'm sure they show it on the big screens. That's why after a try, no, they do. I mean, they, they find the smallest thing on the replay. But you know what? So it, then you the referee... know what it's like when you're at the ground and they're on the big screen. The big screen isn't that big, and also there's no volume, so you can't hear what he's asking. Mate, get that radio, eh? Get that radio. Get the earplugs in the radio. <laughs> I'm too cheap, eh? <laughs> Now, you're right, eh? You could hear it if you were wearing one of those. But for me, what I'd like to see is a little bit like cricket. I'd like to see the referees have to make a decision on the field. And then only if the player or the captain thinks that that decision is wrong, they will challenge that decision. So you think about it now. If you know you've got that ball over the line and down on the ground, and the referee said, no, it's no try, then you're going to challenge that decision. But on the flip side of the coin, if you know you've held that player up, you're also going to be in a position where you're going to challenge that decision. But just one last thing. Let's say the the, the referee says, okay, scored the try. Your captain's going to come across to you as a defence and say, did you hold him up? And you're going to go, I didn't hold him up. So there's no point challenging that decision. Yeah, but then if you look back to the Autumn Internationals, New Zealand All Blacks, Versus England. The New Zealand All Blacks, yeah, okay. <laughs> Excuse me, God. Um, if you look back to there and you, you know, none of the Kiwis thought that he was offside. What are you, which game Courtney are you talking Laws. about? Courtney Laws. Courtney Yeah, I thought he was offside. Well, well but we did because yeah, yeah, we, we saw, had the screen, you know, yeah. we saw the screen, we saw the replays, all that sort of thing. And eventually the All Blacks saw the replays as well. But actually... Everyone thought it was a try. I was at the game. I was in the corner where he scored, and bloody hell, I tell you what, I was almost in tears, eh? Oh. You're, no, you're right. And actually, do you know, that that probably wouldn't, I mean, don't get me wrong, we would have lost that game because of it, which would have really hurt because losing to England's like stabbing your eyes out of the bean <laughs> or something. But um, it wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world to, to say those questionable decisions like that. Maybe they're questionable for a reason. Maybe we just need to get over them. Umpire's Move on. Cool. Umpire's, Umpire's cool, cool, mate. Respect the umpire. Yeah. Um, and that's what it's all about. So for me, I'm saying, make, and it would just speed the game up. And actually, it would make the game more interesting because when a, when a captain has gone for that, you know, it would be like everyone would go, wow, okay, we think mm. there's something up. It'd be way more interesting. How many reviews? I'm going to say 
two per half. Two per half. Yeah, four in, four in a match. Two okay. per half, though. You can't. You couldn't get a third and a half. You'd have to just go two, and then it gets re. Uh, maybe maybe in the second half, if you don't use your your first two, you it maybe rolls that, over. It rolls over. Roll over data, mate. I'm going to say we're going to call it the Warren and Toby Law. That's a sh- that's awful. Terrible name. That's terrible name. That's but well, let's bring it in. Come on, the uh, the IRB. The, the I reckon IRB. the listeners, the listeners could think of a good name. Maybe that could be next week. So, if you can think of a very good name for our law, okay, <laughs> you've got to email in and give us a name. Now, when you do, we can then go to the IRB and propose this law. Well, should we go in our suits? <laughs> Don't have going. one, mate. Don't have one. <laughs> All right. So uh, I think that's put an over. I think it's a good idea. I mean, obviously, I think it's a good idea because I can <laughs> But uh, definitely, it's got to improve, especially when you go to these big matches and you're waiting around and it adds on. I mean, every try, potentially at the moment, can go up to the third official. And it's just too many. A lot many. of the time it does. A lot of the time it does. And it, I don't know, it does roll over the game. But the good thing about rugby, I think they stop the clock. They, they stop the clock. They stop, they stop the clock, but they also don't stop the clock when you're, when you're at home and you've got something to, I know this sounds awful, but you know, you got, you kind of need to give now two hours minimum to watch a game of rugby. You know, how many, t- NFL, everyone sort of whinges and moans about the fact that they take so long the games. Well, you know, if you're if you're trying to get into rugby and the game is going on and on and on and on, then it's just putting off perspective perspective people that would possibly like the game of rugby. I mean, I don't mind spending two hours watching rugby, <laughs> eh? but I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Newcomers to the game, or even let's say, you know, if I got a girlfriend, which is highly hard, unlikely, hard highly unlikely, but. <laughs> You know, if I sat down to watch the rugby with her, she's going to get bloody bored after a while, isn't she? Absolutely. So definitely something that we need to put, uh, make right. Let's make it right. Let's be, let's, the Super Rugby Podcast, let's put this big problem in rugby right. Bloody hell, man. I've got to work nine till five, Monday to Friday, eh? (laughs) Anyway, moving on, we're going to go to the review of the games over the weekend. First up, we've got the Hurricanes. Versus the Brumbies. I thought this was uh, a really interesting match, to say the least. I mean, I was a little bit... To be fair, all the matches, I've been a bit depressed about the New Zealand team's uh, performances. Why why the Hurricanes, though? They played bloody well. Yeah, what did we say? We said we thought the Hurricanes would win it if Bowden Barrett was playing, and it would lose it if he wasn't. And what happened? He's, He's playing, playing. And they won it. And they won it. But they and won it quite comfortably. They did win it quite comfortably. And I tell you what, there's a few things that I picked up on which was really interesting. Turnovers. There was loads of turnovers in this game. Loads of turnovers in this game. Turnovers left, right and centre. Possibly, when you look at turnovers, you look at the two best turnovers and turners over, <laughs> whether that's even a word, in the game, which is... Um, Ju- Ju- not Julian Savea, Arnie Savea, absolutely fantastic. Loads of turnovers. Is he the best turnoverer? Turnoverer. In the game, well, I tell you what, the young Duplessis. I can't remember. I can't even pronounce his last name. <laughs> but the young, the young seven, yeah. absolutely is on fire. Players, left, right, ball, eh? Yeah, and obviously the Brumbies have got Pocock, and yeah. he is. An absolute machine at the turnover. Is, yeah. So for me, I thought um, Tia Tia as well. Tia Tia playing at fullback for his first proper run out. He was absolutely on fire in his first few touches at Super Rugby level. Absolutely top. I thought Vince Arso, I thought his passing was, his pass that led to the try was amazing. Oh, and I yeah. thought Dane Coles. Oh, he was great last week, but he was he was, he was uh, massive. His first try, how did yeah. he manage to do that? I don't even think he's I'm, got wheels. But come on, I'm not That's poor D. I'm not. <laughs> it was poor D, but I'm not even impressed by his try scoring ability. But I'm just impressed with his work rate. Yeah, that you guy. Did that you that did guy looks that. like he absolutely 
loves playing rugby. You know, and there's loads of players that, that love playing rugby, but everything he does makes it look like mm. he is, you know, he's taking... I mean, I know he's been injured he for a long time. He was everywhere. He was absolutely... And for, you know, for front row forward, kill. you don't see that. You don't. Can I just say... Big shout out, TJ Perinara. <laughs> yeah. I've been very critical. No, no, I wouldn't say I've been very critical. I've given my honest opinion on TJ, but I thought on the weekend he was exceptional. Mm. Uh, Lamarpe, three man, tries. Lamarpe. Um, Did he play that well, though? Oh, yeah, Lamarpe. The only thing with Lamarpe is he doesn't really play as an inside centre. He plays all over the pitch. He does, yeah. So, you know, he often wanders and sits on the wing and whatnot. I mean, he that's gets obviously. Gets out of position sometimes, though, doesn't he? That's what I mean. He gets out of He's position a bit quite of a drifter. But Arnie Savia, amazing. The thing, His performance it was amazing, and again, I think at eight, at that's eight, where he, he belongs. Was, but also, what I liked about his performance on the weekend was after he made contact, he kept driving. Oh, he always he, does that. Yeah, yeah, but he, he somehow was exceptional this, you know, the week on the weekend. I would like to say that he's finally growing into the all-black player that he's been a kind of a super sub and he's been very, very good at being a super sub for the all-blacks and I still see him as a super sub, but I think he's starting to get the confidence in playing for the Hurricanes, that, you know, he's an All Black. And he, he, he doesn't just belong in the All Blacks. When he's playing for the Hurricanes, you know, he, he thinks of himself as being better than most other players on the pitch. And he's starting to play like that. Yeah. Is, is he making a name for himself now as a number eight? I don't think you can play him as a starting seven. I think you can bring him on as a seven. But I think as an eight, I, I, I saw enough on the weekend to think he could play as an eight for the All Blacks. Which is massive to say that. It, it's huge. Because there's it's a lot big. a lot of good players yeah. at, at eight that we that uh, New Zealand could pick. Next up, mate, though, Highlanders versus the Rebels. What do you reckon? Well, the Highlanders didn't have their All Blacks, did they? I've just put down here, what a shocking team. <laughs> Marty Banks. <laughs> what I mean by that, I don't mean I don't. I don't. I'm not downing anyone that played for the Highlanders, but I'm just thinking. Right, you're up against the Rebels, who have a lot of experience, and you put out a team that was very, very limited in experience. And I think that was always. I mean, as soon as I saw the team, I was like, "Oh, those lads are going to struggle. Those lads are going to struggle out there." And I was right, but. What I was really disappointed by was we said last week that they are the best team, and then oh my god, they didn't play as a team at all. They didn't play as a team at all. They looked disjointed, too many turnovers. Oh, what? sorry, no, sorry. Actually, I, I'm wrong there. Not many turnovers no. in this game. Not many turnovers. But I just thought, as the game got on, went on, they started to gel. They started to work well. But there was just too many changes, which meant that the start of the game. They, they were, were disjointed, weren't disjointed. they? Disjointed. Yeah. They should have won it. They should yeah. have won it. It was, it was literally a drop ball in the last play of the game that lost the, lost it for them. And you do that, you know, 10 times, they're going to score 9 out of 10, yeah. which was the real disappointing factor for me was that they should have, could have, would have, um, but didn't win, which meant that the Rebels, and to be fair to the Rebels, they didn't play that badly. I thought... I hate to say it, but uh, nine and ten for the Rebels. Quay Cooper, you know, I know there's he, a. I tell you ooh. what, he, not many ooh. Kiwis like him, but he he's been he's been I think Australia's leading ten at the moment. I would definitely say because Foley's been a bit off the boil. Well, his kicking's not great either, is it, Foley's? No, and um, Quay Cooper, Quay Cooper for me, Will Guinea, Quay Cooper, and do you know what I love about that? Mate, he's, he's joined the Rebels, and you know he me. is a Rebel. He's definitely a Rebel. <laughs> but the thing with Quaid, he's got a bit of pizzazz, doesn't he? He's got, he's a, got bit a bit of flair, doesn't he? He's got a bit of Spencer mate. about him, eh? Big bit, bit of Carlos, yeah. <laughs> bit of Carlos about him. So for me, it was disappointing because they should have won. Yeah, but they didn't. No, and that's been a little bit of what's been but going with, on recently. 
Well, we haven't had the scoring prowess that we once had. And, you know, New Zealand teams, apart from maybe the Canes on the weekend and the Crusaders, we haven't been able to score a lot of good tries. Look, if, if you go back to last year's results and, um, you know, the, how many tries New Zealand teams actually scored, we were scoring 40, 50 points. Most, most, most no, weekends. Most yeah. weekends. Uh, for me, I'm looking at, and this is my worry, as I'm looking at the New Zealand teams, and unless it's really quick ball, we struggle to, to score. We struggle to grind teams down at the moment. Absolutely. When, you, when you're thinking of World Cups, you're thinking of the Northern Hemisphere teams. Their defences are absolutely amazing. Yeah. And we're not going to be able to create that quick ball. So then we're relying on turnovers. We're relying on broken play. We know we've got to develop our game so that we can, on slow ball, still be potent, still have some punch. And that's where it's going to be interesting moving forward is how do we get that punch? How do we get that go-forward ball when we've got a really well-organized defensive structures in front of us? Well, Damien, I don't have answers to that. But I tell you what, I bloody, Steve, I bloody hope Steve Hansen does. I, I really hope he does too. And I think if you look, and up next is the Crusaders versus the Reds, which was a huge match going into this. Big, big match. And actually... Was a was a bit of a dour affair, but I think that possibly a dour affair. I kind of <laughs> where'd you pull that? You've been reading the dictionary, haven't you? Bloody hell! Bloody hell! If you don't Come know, what, if you don't know what dour means, then then we're really you are from down south, aren't you, posh boy? <laughs> but you, if he hopefully, well, yeah, it's a, it, it was for me. It wasn't a game that I, even though my team won, it wasn't a game yeah. I massively enjoyed I found uh, it quite boring yeah you I think you switched off after a half didn't you so here's me saying it's a dour affair and then you're like oh, I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah for me it was it wasn't a great game no I thought there was a, a good start we made a good start two Brilliant good start. tries but you could score your second try was a good try and straight off the kickoff straight off the kickoff but I just thought we lacked punch and again you you look at the team that we've put out you know there still is some young, more blacks in there young. Well, you say young, but not that young. Can I just give a shout out, mate? Number eight. Go for it. I don't know his name, but I went to school with him. He's <laughs> <laughs> a, a couple of years younger than me. So, so a shout out. So a shout out to someone. I'm just shout out. I don't, don't know his name. I tell you what, I'm going to look him up right now, and I can. Uh, I can. Other things. That, other things that I did like about this one was um, I thought our line out drivers. There was a lot of errors, but we still managed in key moments to see it through. Um, scrum and set piece, our scrum and set piece was so far again, so far ahead of the Reds' scrum and set piece, and potentially won us the game. But the well, bits, the Crusaders' scrum is strong, though, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's you know, you got been scrum, front front yeah, row yeah. of All Blacks, don't you? Line out though, mate. Line out. We our line out was amazing. The Reds line-out really struggled. But I just thought the boys looked tired. And to be fair, I think we were very lucky. We, they got a yellow card for being lazy running. And yeah. They just, did. Yeah, they did. They got a yellow card for lazy running. That really made a difference to us. An extra man off the pitch. I mean, it looked like it was absolutely roasting hot. And it looked like the the Reds players and the Crusaders were literally at a standstill at times. Yeah, well, you mentioned at the end of the game that you saw a bloke with a bloody sleeping bag on. <laughs> Mate, it was well, an absolute long jacket anyway. man, not, man not hot moments. Man where, not hot. Where, where God, you know, literally... You're, hip, every, hey, you're bloody young and hip. <laughs> every, everyone else was dripping with sweat. And then there was this bloke at the end of the game who came on with one of those subsuits. Yeah. I'm like, who it's like 40 sauna, degrees. Mate. Sauna. So, HIA came in, which we've already spoken yeah, about. Yeah, you said that. Um, which thing? Made a little interesting I, moment. I, wanna, I would like to actually watch that last quarter of an hour of the game. I've and just, just sort of see if I can see it. Yes. See what, how, what happens. The other one I've written here is, uh, I've got Tim Bateman, who was the... At 12? At 12. Mm. Great team man. But dot, dot, dot. Didn't think he played a great game. Um, so 
something that I think that the Crusaders need to look at. I think him playing at 12, it was like having two tens, and they played like two tens, which meant they didn't have the pin forward. No. no, he's not. Is he big enough to play in the midfield? I think he's big enough, but only if you've got a real monster at 13, and we didn't have a monster at 13. Who is your 13? Well, we had um, Goodhue. Jack oh, Goodhue yeah, played no, I like 13. Him. He's a great player. He played well for the first 10-15 minutes. But you think Jack Goodhue with Manonu works a treat. Oh. Jack, Jack Goodhue with Lamape works a treat. Even Jack Goodhue with... Sonny Bill? Sonny Bill works a treat. But I think Jack Goodhue with... An, I mean, Jack Goodhue's a big unit himself, but he's not a crash specialist. No. He's more of a Conrad Smith type finesse, player. But a finesse. But a lovely crossfield kick. Far, but, but faster though, eh? Conrad, no wheels. Oh, Conrad had wheels, mate. He I was a snake, when, eh? He when, was a snake. When, when Conrad... Snake by name, snake by nature. <laughs> snake by night. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, shall Moving we, very on, quickly. Yeah, swiftly. The Chiefs versus the Sunwolves. Now, okay. I... I watched this before you watched it, didn't I? I uh, This was the last game I watched. Yeah. Did you watch it this afternoon? I have watched it this afternoon, yeah. yes. And I did say that the Sunwolves played the best half of rugby that I'd seen in a very long time by a super rugby team. I reckon you're thinking it's the best half of rugby that... Uh, the Sunwolves have played? Yeah, I, I, I think that's a huge, huge call to say it's the best half of rugby you've seen from Super they, 12. I'm sorry, but they... Super rugby. They tore the Chiefs apart, and the Chiefs actually had a decent team. But, you know... Where are you getting they had a decent team from? <laughs> Mackenzie <Where>? at 10. <laughs> <laughs> Mackenzie at 10. I tell you what. And your mate at 9. Straight... Oh, hey, he actually played well. <laughs> he has played well. He's but, riffing it up, but can He's I just say? Can I just say, Mackenzie... The Chiefs, from the word go, it it was a disaster. You know, McKenzie's kick straight into touch from the, the you know, the, the first whistle, it just put them on the back foot. I just don't see him as a team. I'm really sorry. I just don't see it. I don't I I think they've got Stevenson at fifteen. Yeah. He but didn't I just play don't that well either. God. He, he he's not I mean, he's not played badly. But no. McKenzie is dynamite at 15. Yeah. He's a match winner, a game breaker at 15. And at 10, he does a job. He, do you fill, want, he fills in the gaps. Do you want your game breaker, your match winner, to do a job? You want him, you want him where he's potent. You want him winning matches <laughs> for you, don't you? You do. But I suppose the big question is who they're going to play at 10. And they obviously don't have a, a, a real great... McKenzie Senior, mate. McKenzie Senior. Is he on the We're, bench? I don't think he's on the bench, but he's definitely in the squad. Well, he could play at 10, couldn't he? He is a 10, isn't he? Well, absolutely. But maybe it's the All Blacks saying we want him to be playing at 10. I just don't know. But Sunwolves, for me, I wrote down a few things here. I wrote down Parker, 100% kicking, Kiwi. Oh, yeah. Get him into a New Zealand franchise. He, he was. He was in the Highlanders setup. But then he was behind, you know, Lima Sopoanga for a very long time. And then Marty, your mate Marty Banks. My mate Marty Banks. He was you know on Marty the fringes. Banks? Do you know Marty Banks before? Oh, no, is he 50-odd? Uh... Marty Banks, before he got his Super Rugby contract, played for Buller. Played for Buller. Marty Banks is a Reefton lad, right? Isn't he a Tasman boy through and through? Well, he's played, mate, he grew up in Reefton. The lad is so so buller, you can't get much so buller. buller. You can't get much buller than mu- can't get much buller than living in Reefton, mate. Awful. No, Reefton is a fantastic place, coal mining place. You know, really salt. Mate, of the you're earth. not trying to sell Reefton. I am salt of the earth. People come from Reefton, and I would say Marty Banks is an absolute hero. You can see why he's moved down to Otago and just you know. Got- they love him down there. Moved out. Moved out. But can I just go back to the game, mate? Game at yeah, hand. Yeah, go for it. Turnovers. By half time, there were... Well, actually, I've written down here. 
eight turnovers in 20 minutes. Who to? Some Wolves turning over... Correct, yeah. ...the Chiefs. Well, yeah. that tells me everything. I mean, you actually look at the Chiefs and you look at their best players. Who's yeah. their best player? Well, you go Brodie Rotellick, you? go Brodie. Brodie Rotellick played well. He did. You watched Brodie Rotellick. He went off at half-time, though. But he went off at half-time. Is that All Blacks? Surely that's All Blacks. That is All Blacks, of it course. Was that's the hundredth match for him, wasn't it? You, you feel pretty disappointed about that. 100 match, you go off at half-time. But he's getting spanked. Your team really struggles without you. Yeah. But I thought he played well, but he's playing well. He's doing everything for everyone. So, yeah. you know, they had they didn't have much. I, I tell you what, though. I'll tell you what I wrote down about the Chiefs. No depth, no idea. Oh, I tell you what. New Zealand Herald, here we come. <laughs> um, real lack of structure. And I think the Summers yeah. had a lot of structure. They did. Um, I put down here, can only break... Oh, from quick, I mentioned this earlier. Can only break from quick ball, and I think the All Blacks need to need to think about this. But the one shining light in their uh, team was their centre, their thirteen, Alex, Alex. I can't even pronounce his name, but he went to Boys High in Christchurch. Oh, yeah, cut, and he played very well. Yeah, yeah, very Bearded strong. Fella. Yeah, very strong runner. He scored the try, didn't he? He did score the try, yeah, but it wasn't just a well. try. He made lots of breaks. Yeah, in fact. They made lots of breaks. The Chiefs did make lots of breaks in this game, but every time they made a break, they dropped the ball. Oh, well, there you go. That's part of the turnovers. The yeah. knock-ons were just uh, incredible. Yeah, unbelievable oh. amount of poor handling. Oh, ridiculous. Coach killers, mate. Absolute coach killers. Can I also just say, though, we we, we seem to try and take it away from the Sunwolves. They play well. They're five and six. Played. Okay. Very, very well. Yeah, I mean... Making breaks left, right and centre, defending well. What did you think of Little in the midfield? I liked him. He had long hair. <laughs> I liked him. <laughs> Going back to the long hair. He had long hair, and I just like, don't like him because he's got long hair. But he, he did play well. well. He did play well, and he was their best player last yeah. year. And he actually lives in Japan as well. So he, he's, he's he's not going over there to play Super Rugby. Well, he's actually living there. Well, I read that he's, um, he's actually just... Been with a club that got promoted into the top flight. Absolutely. And, and yeah, that's so, a good story. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good story. I'm not convinced he's someone who uh, will continually play well and be someone right up there for the rest of the season. But he is their captain. He has seen them win on New Zealand soil the, first, the first time, time they've ever won away, away from home. 24 and oh, they were. Now they're 24 and 1. <laughs> 24 and 1. The biggest comeback the world has ever seen. Other than the America's Cup. Let's not talk about the America's Cup. Still dirty. But we won it again, so that's okay. We can almost forget about it. But I remember... Oh, I remember... I was almost getting, celebrating, eh? Right, oh, you're, you're, the, you're the reason why. 8 and 1... <laughs> we only and then it was like the, there was no wind. Do you remember that? We were winning races, no wind. We were ha- games we were, were called off. It was we like were they were ha- making up rules as they went along. We were having to fart into the sails, mate. <laughs> they <laughs> needed what, me mate, on board. If you were farting into the sails, they'd have half a chance of winning. <laughs> right, enough of the Summers. We need to get on to the Blues and Jaguares. What did I say last week about the Blues? If they lost this game, they were going to give me the. Blues. They were going to give me the blues, and and that's exactly what they God. did. And it was it was they didn't know how to win. Can they I had just, a chance to win? Can I just say though, the last play of the match don't summed you, up the game. Don't don't take that. When we were watching this game, because we <coughs> in me. the UK were unluckily only given the opportunity by Sky Sports to watch the second half uh. of the game, and actually not even the second half. We missed no. It was what, 45 we started watching? We started at 45, just as they scored the try. Yeah, brilliant. Excellent. Thanks for that, Sky. Cheers, England. Yeah, brilliant. You've got about, you've got like 15 million TV, you know, rugby or just sports channels, and you say, hang on, the, and this is like in the, this is like at 10 o'clock at night as well. There's nothing else on. And just like your rugby team. (laughs) Awful. (laughs) Oh, got potential, but just let people down. But anyway, we only watched the second half. At you said it summed up. They yeah. they won the scrum, but they hadn't had a great scrum all game. No, that's right. They run a penalty off the scrum, and they go for another scrum. 
what are you doing is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking you were lucky to get the penalty off the last one. Yeah. Kick to the corner, rolling mall, score the try Happy and days. win the game. Yeah. Or how you even called it, tap penalty, go for it. Like, oh, bring, bring it, up the wall. Where's the wall? <laughs> bring up the wall. Trump would be <laughs> proud. <laughs> they just roll back the years and oh. go, bring out the wall. Do anything other than take a scrum. Yeah. And then what they did, they take a scrum. And what happened? They ball goes in the middle. Ball stays in the middle. They win, the, they win it back. Tight head. Absolutely what we call village over here. Yeah. Some good things about the Blues. Can you mention any? (laughs) I tell you what, I I like Nonu, so I'm going to talk about Nonu. Go for it. He he didn't play that well. (laughs) I'm sorry to say, I'm sorry to say, but he didn't play that well. I like Nonu, so I'm going to talk about (laughs) Nonu. What have you got to say about Nonu? He He didn't play play very well. well. He didn't play very well. He did some things well, and then... I think just as he was getting into his rhythm, Sonny Bill came on. And when Sonny Bill came on, I just think he was a bit lost. Do you know what? He looked big, though, didn't he? <laughs> we did mention <laughs> yeah. that. He looked big, he didn't he? He'd been working out. He, you know, some, someone said to him, you need to put some timber on. And he's gone, I'll ring up Julian Salvia and find out how to put some timber on. Um, he was looking big. He was looking big, but I just felt like he was a bit lost. He barely touched the ball when he came on. He was making... Was he making good runs? I don't think so. They weren't effective. No, he. This is. I always do this. I don't want to. I don't. I hate the thought of someone like the great Sonny Bill Williams. Or you can't call him. No, no, he is the great. He is the great. He, He has changed the way rugby has been played around the world. Not many players can say that. What I'm going to say here is... John Lomu can. John Lomu can, yeah. Too soon? Yeah, well, too (laughs) soon. Yeah, too soon. No, no, no. I just think I would hate if anyone heard us and think, how dare they? But yeah, he didn't have his best game. And um, I'm not sure whether or not 12 is his best position. I just think... I think Nonu and Sonny Bill, potent. I've used potent earlier I'm going to say it again but I think if they play together good but the Blues and Leon McDonald need to sort out how they're going to use them together and where they're going to play them I'm going to make a call now I'm going to say Ma Nonu 12 well that's where he's played his whole bloody career almost Sonny Bill 13 but it's not going to happen because the All Blacks are going to want Sonny Bill to play at 12 because they don't see him as a 13. No. And it's going to be a bit of a travesty because we're going to have a moment where we're going to potentially win, lose, draw matches because we haven't got players in the right positions. Yeah. Yeah. But then you're going back to McKenzie, aren't you? Oh, massively. You know, you look at McKenzie and, and you're like, he's playing at 10 and he should be playing at 15. Yeah. But hey, what are you going to do, mate? All Blacks, no best day. Steve Hansen. Anyway, we're going a bit off topic. We're going back to uh, Blues. Jaguares, did they play well at home? Oh, I thought Jaguares played all right, but really Blues... They just hung in there. Their defence... Blues, defence was amazing. Defence hung in there for them. That's defense what won was them amazing. Game, obviously. But the Blues, disappointing at the moment. Yeah, Well, they are disappointing, but they actually... They got to a position where they could win, yeah. but then they just muffed it up. They did. They which did. was real disappointing. They lot they did a lot of things okay, but they were blunt in attack, like we've been talking about. Yeah. Jaguari's um, you know, defensive structures were really good. And they just didn't look like scoring really no. through any you know, didn't look like busting through and, and scoring, you know, um, lovely aesthetically tries. That's another big word, mate. Hey, I'm full you of have, I tell you what, you were working through the alphabet. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you mean the dictionary? Marvelous. Do you mean the dictionary? No, you no, it? but you're going, I've already mentioned that you're going through the dictionary. You're going through the alphabet in the dictionary, mate. Come oh, on. Okay, okay, I got you. Behind the eight ball, 
Well, I am. I was born behind the eight ball, really. <laughs> where are you from, buddy? That's what my mum's always said. So, uh, <laughs> she's not wrong. She's, she's not, not wrong. wrong. So for me, the Blues are, whoa. wow. They need bottom win. dwellers again. They need the win. But they're not the bottom. Because the Chiefs, Chiefs, the Chiefs have have grabbed that position with two hands and said, "Blues, this is our this is ours, boys. This is our year. Yeah, we're <laughs> going to be bottom this year. Depressing. Yeah. And again, do you've noticed something on the weekend? There was a couple of couple of the pundits saying the tough New Zealand conference, no. but there ain't many now that are saying the tough New Zealand conference because the tough New Zealand conference doesn't really exist." It's not that tough anymore, not without All Blacks playing week in, week out. So next up, guys, we're going to go and look over our predictions for this week's matches. First match of the weekend, Hurricanes-Highlanders. What do you reckon on this one? <laughs> I, I, I've got to go with my team, don't I? Hurricanes. I'm going to go Highlanders. Of and course I'm going to, you are. <laughs> of course you I'm are. I'm going to tell you why. For one, Marty Banks... <laughs> Is in the squad. No, for me, I, I, I'm, they had a blip. They didn't put their best team out. The three weeks where the All Blacks have said you can't play all your All Blacks is now gone, which means they've got far oh, more. Has, flip. It, has yeah. it been lifted? Then? Yeah, it's been oh, lifted. Brilliant, brilliant. So therefore, it's going to be good team against good team. And I'm going to say they're a better unit this year uh, than the Hur- Hurricanes. I just don't think the Hurricanes are as good a unit as the Highlanders. And and that was a surprise because they've got the better squad, but I think they've got a better team and they're going on at the Highlanders. Okay. Uh, second one, Rebels, Brumbies. We're not that interested there, are we? No. What I'm going to say for that one, for me, it's the I'm Rebels. Gonna, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay, cool, fine. Uh, next one. Oh, oh, this is a tasty one. Crusaders, I think the Chiefs have something to prove. Definitely. <laughs> Underdogs by a long way. But wounded? Wounded beasts? I mean, they're dead. They're dead. <laughs> they're wounded after week one. They're wounded after week two. They're dead think, now after what, week three. You're going to like this. Do you think the Crusaders will put them to the sword? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, the Crusaders... Oh, it's you're right. It's a New Zealand derby. The Crusaders have been playing well, but looked a bit blunt. They'll have all the All Blacks back. You've got to they, go to Crusaders, now, don't it's, you? It's I'm the sorry. Chiefs, though, at home, isn't it? No. No, the Crusaders are at home. Yeah. I've got to go Crusaders. Yeah. Oh, you have to. You have to. I'm sorry, you have to. It'd be good at odds, though. I'm sure if you put a little sneaky bet on the Chiefs, you wouldn't be far off big money. Are you a betting man? Well, if I was, I'd still be at the Crusaders. <laughs> right. Uh, we also have the Blues versus the Sunwolves. Now, the Sunwolves are going to have their tails up. <laughs> Do you like that little little pun there as well? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. mate. Um, for me, the Blues, the Blues, the Rot's got to stop somewhere. Blues at home. Blues at home. Sunwolves have come off a, a, an away victory, the first one in 24 matches. I can't see them backing it up. I can see the Blues have got the depth in the squad, should have all their players back, hopefully make some good decisions and good choices on on their team, and will win. I'm going to say the Blues to win. Come on, the Blues. I'm, I'm going to go with you. I'm glad, I, mate. I bloody hope the Blues win, eh? Honestly, honestly. Right. Waratahs, Reds. The Reds look good to me. The Reds squad looks good. I know they haven't always won. The Waratahs um, just winning against the Sunwolves yeah. a week off. It's a tough one, but I'm going to go for the Waratahs. Oh, I'm going Reds then. <laughs> right. Uh, Lions, Jaguaros? Jaguaros. Yeah. I'm going to go with you Jaguars away from home, though. Yes. Yeah. Tough to win in South Africa. Tough to win in South Africa. Again, yeah, I'm going to say Jaguars. Bulls, Sharks. I'm going to go Sharks. Sharks, Sharks, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. They've been been playing good rugby, good results. Happy days. 
Easy peasy. Uh, and that's it for the uh, the weekend, actually. That's it for the weekend. Yep. And I tell you what, now guess what we're going to do, mate? We're going to do the quiz. We're going to do the quiz. Everyone loves the quiz. Well, we <laughs> know, love the quiz. I know I don't because I suck. No, you were good last week. <laughs> so first up, mate, are you going to go first or am I going to go first? You go first, mate. You go first. Okay, first question. Who is in last place in the South African Conference? Is it A, the Bulls? Is it B, the Lions? Sharks. <laughs> <laughs> is it C, the Jaguars? Sharks. Or is it D, the Stormers? It's the Stormers, mate. D, the Stormers? D, the Stormers. Wrong. It's actually the Lions. Last is year's it? finalists are oh. in last position as, as it stands at the moment, wow. which is an absolute shocking. You know, That's not ideal, is it? At all. Well, if you're the Lions, it's definitely well, not ideal. <laughs> that's why I think the Jaguar is going to win. Why? Why? Because they because they're sort of coming from nowhere. Well, no, because the Lions are at the bottom. The Lions are at the bottom, but the, the Sharks are at the top. But Jaguars, mate, they're playing the Jaguars. Who are playing the Jaguars? <laughs> the Lions. Oh, you yeah, know, I'm oh, sorry. I think you meant winning the whole conference. No, no okay. My so it's just, you're you've gone, had an absolute gone, yeah, shock go on, there. Go on, go on, go on, go on. Who has scored the most tries, player-wise? Okay. Which player scored the most tries? Yep. Uh, Manus Schumann. Hang, hang on. You've got to say A. Sorry, A. Manus Schumann. B, Tom England. Sorry, Tom English. C, Lamarpe, or D, Shannon Frizzell? Now, a lot of people are going to say the first guy, because he's from the Sunwolves, I'll have you know that guy has got the most meters carried, but uh, Frizzell D is the answer that I think we're all looking for. Four tries. Correct. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that is a surprise, isn't it? Yeah. It's a surprise. Four tries. He's playing well, and he dropped one over the line. Would have won did, it. Yeah. Would have won it for his team. Yeah. But let's not talk about that. Okay, who has made the most clean breaks from the New Zealand Conference Ooh. teams? Is it the Blues? Okay. Is it the Highlanders? Is it the Hurricanes? Or is it the Crusaders? So this is clean breaks. Highlanders. You are wrong. Oh. It's the Crusaders. Is it? Yeah, it's the oh, Crusaders. Because okay. actually the other day, I think that you mentioned that question to me, and it was the Highlanders at that point. Yes, that's why I went for it again. But obviously the Crusaders have overtaken them now. Clearly I'm wrong, mate. You're not very yeah, good I'm at wrong. this. You did say that you sucked. <laughs> Maybe last week whoa, was whoa, a blip. Whoa, 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 Sorry, mate. Sorry. Am I one out of two? You are one out of two. Well, hey, that's pretty good. No, hang on. You're zero out of two. <laughs> right which team has scored the least amount of tries is I, it I don't know this guy. the Chiefs <laughs> the Chiefs the Blues the Waratahs or the Stormers so we've got pretty much one in every conference there don't we right okay so you say the Blues, the Chiefs, the Waratahs, and the Stormers. Correct. I'm going to say, I don't know, <laughs> but go. I'm going to use a little bit of nous and say that I think it's out of either the Stormers okay, or the Chiefs. Oh, not the Blues. Not the Blues. I think the Blues have scored enough. So I'm going to say, I think it's the Stormers, D. An extra. I'm going to give you an extra point if you can guess how many tries they've actually scored. So am I correct? You are correct. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I love it when you say I'm correct. It means, tries, it means that I've already won. How many tries won. have they scored? Well, give me some, give me, give me a rough kind of, uh, you know. Uh, under 10. All right. Under so, 5. Under 5. <laughs> under 5. <laughs> wow, is it that bad? So I'm going to say... The Blues have only scored five. The okay, Waratahs so, have scored six. 
I'm going to say then that they've scored three. Wrong. Ha! Shame. Two. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've already won, but we might as well ask the last question anyway. How old is Josh Ione? Is he A, 19? Is he B, 23? Is he C, 25? Or is he D, 18 years young? Is he 19? Is that your answer? Yeah, that's my answer. So A, 19. No, wrong. Oh, Oh, man, an absolute (laughs) shocker. He's actually 23 years of age. Because that was a tough one, I thought. Because he... 23 is not that young. No, but it's not old. It's not old, definitely not old. No. But, you know, I kind of presume that he would be younger. Yeah. So, yeah. go on, hit me with my last question, mate. How many points are the top of the table sharks on? 8, 9, 10, or 11? So, they're not, they're, they're, well, they're top of their conference. They're not top of the whole thing. They're second. So, they're second. I think it's 11. I think they're on 11 points. Uh, uh, which was, I don't know, was that A, B, C, or D? But it's 11. I'm pretty sure it's 11. You sure? I'm pretty sure, mate, and that your face is telling me that it's 11. <laughs> I tell you what, I hate this game. <laughs> I really do. I love this game. And next time, I think I'm going to have to make my questions on previous years. No, you can't Who was the top... Try scorer in the 1998 <laughs> Super 12 Rugby. Um, I think that potentially, um, I think that the interesting thing here is, is that I'm loving watching all the games and I'm loving all the stats. Um, so that's been really interesting. But anyway, it's time for us to go. It is time it's for amazing. us to go. It's amazing. It's been 50 minutes of, of uh, some would say magic, some would say absolute dribble. <laughs> absolute tripe, especially um, from you, mate. But it doesn't a- stop, eh? As per normal, it's been an absolute pleasure. Please either put a comment so we can answer your questions uh, in the comment bank, or you can email us on the Super Rugby Podcast at gmail.com. And if you're going to address it to me, There'd well, be a high chance of actually it being read and something done with it. Hey, Tobes. God, that's a bit bloody rough, mate. I thought rough, we were friends. Rough but true, and we're not friends. Rough, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> rough as guts. Rough as guts. Anyway, till next week. Yeah. Hopefully you've enjoyed it, and we catch you back this time next week. Yeah. Us signing out. Ciao. <laughs>